Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast, a snapshot of future B2B marketing trends and use it now tips. Learn to be wildly effective in professional services. Each episode features experts with new ideas for your branding and competitive success. here today with Steve Silverman, a longtime colleague and a friend in professional services and commercial photography. He is the founder of Silverman Be Remarkable, which takes him across the U.S. and into Canada for his photo shoots. When you see a Silverman image, it really is remarkable. Steve's techniques help you experience a commercial space. He calls them visual narratives, which can tell a story about the space and its environment. When you see his images, you want to go there. And then with his studio or in your space professional portraits, Steve helps people feel comfortable in front of the camera. Even people like me who hate getting their pictures taken will have fun with Steve. Steve, it's been too long. Welcome to the Ingenious Podcast. Thanks. It's, I'm glad to be here, and uh, thank you so much for this opportunity. You know, I've looked at, at some of your other podcasts, and uh, uh, I just think it's a great way to communicate with not only your clients, but also prospective clients in the world out there. So good for you. Well, I'm really looking forward to today's podcast, so let's get started. So my first question is, you are such a snappy dresser. It's really too bad that people can't see what you're wearing today and see your outfit, your shirt, and your sweater that you're wearing. Can you describe it to our listeners? Sure. So um, <laughs> my um, my shirt is a uh, dark is a navy blue uh, window pane with red and orange uh, uh, patterned, and uh, my sweater is um, a, a red and blue dobby knit sweater. Both of them actually are, are custom made uh, because I am, after all, a clothing snob. Well, I'm not, I did not know that. I mean, I knew that you were a snappy dresser and liked clothing, but I did not know you were a snob about your clothing. So <laughs> you actually started out in men's clothing, in the men's clothing business years ago, and you have a background in theater and film. How has that influenced your photography and visual narratives? Well, so I was I was raised in the clothing business. It was a family business, and uh, so I was there uh, from the time I was three or four years old all the way through adulthood. And uh, I think it it gave me a strong aesthetic sensitivity, um, and just the way people look, the way you put the clothing together, um, uh, how people appear. Uh, that was uh, that has heavily influenced uh, my photography, um, and also uh, you know I was um, I was I guess I was I was one of the the theater kids you know I spent quite a bit of time in theater and uh, I had the opportunity uh, to watch uh, the um, uh, the legendary theater director. Hal Prince uh, direct a play during rehearsal. And what I discovered from his style is that he actually painted pictures 
on the stage with people. So his blocking technique would be to tell people to move from one spot to another, and he would arrange people, and he would go to the back of the theater and look at the way it appeared to the audience before they before they said anything. And then he would let the dialogue go. It would go for a while, and then he would rearrange them again. So he had this tremendous visual uh, sensitivity, and that just has had a tremendous impact on me over the years. So now, are you hoping that your grandkids go into theater? <laughs> Who knows? Right, right now, right now we have a couple hockey players and. Uh, uh, and finger painter, so I'm not really sure. But uh, um, youngest daughter actually kind of took, uh, kind of fell into my footsteps. Uh, uh, she is a, uh, um, a casting director for film and television, and so she kind of is in a, in a related field. And my my older my oldest daughter is uh, a marketing director, so she has a again I think a visual as well as uh, you know well just visual uh, sensitivity is really a big part of, of her work too. Right. So now you're also highly analytical. I bet that comes in handy when you work with architects, accountants, engineers, attorneys, and bankers. You make them feel comfortable with your preparation and problem solving. Tell me about that problem solving piece of your work. Well, you know, um, yeah, I guess I see myself as a problem solver. Um, in a sense, the harder it is to do, the easier the easier it should look and feel. Um, I try to be inquisitive and ask questions, uh, and then just watch. And that that goes for both uh, architecture as well as people. For example, when people come into my studio, or if I'm on location shooting portraits, uh, when people come appear before me to have their have their photos done, uh, we just talk for. Short amount of time, it might be a couple minutes, uh, but I'm watching them. And you know what they do? They typically just show me the pose that they're the most comfortable in. I don't have to actually direct them into it. I just watch them and see what it is and then put them in front of the camera and I um, either emulate you know, copy their pose and show them what they look like or I direct them into that position. So... Um, yeah, and it, it's the same thing with I guess from a just maybe maybe uh, talking about architecture just for a second. Um, uh, I think it's kind of the same thing. Um, you know, I'll ask an architect, you know, what really jazzes him about a, a, a project, him or her, about what about a project, and then I go looking for for that visual interest, and that helps me tell the story. You know, going back to the individuals and watching them and then seeing that pose that seems most natural, I can't tell you how often I've seen, like, a photographer put my daughter in a unnatural pose or remember when we were younger and you're, like, the most awkward pose that a photographer is putting you in. And I'm guessing that the individual that you're putting them in this pose then really makes them seem authentic and just really they're most happiest that way as well. And, uh, you know, it just really, they must shine almost if that is the correct terminology, but, you know, it really brings out who they are as an individual. Well, absolutely. I think, you know, when, um, when people are done having their pictures done, 
Um, well, actually, I, I should, I'm going to back up a little bit and, and just go back in, into the session itself uh, with people. Uh, one of the things that I try to do is, you know, I'll shoot pictures and then I do something uh, called that I call breathing. I let the fo- photography session breathe. So I stop and then we just talk. And it's not about pictures and it's not about me. It's about them, you know, where they're from, <clears throat> their experiences, their kids, wh- whatever it is. It's, it's sports. It's just completely off topic to actually what is happening. And in the process, everything they breathe, everything kind of resets and then we can go on from there. After the, the photo shoot, then you know we have a chance to take a look at the pictures, and they they can see themselves, and and um, I, I get you know a lot of surprising responses from, or I should say, they are surprised at how good they look, and that's from people like you who hate to have their pictures taken. You know, they they start looking at them, and maybe the first couple, oh, that's I hate that, I hate that, I hate that, and then all of a sudden, yeah, that's pretty good, that's pretty good, that's pretty good, and then. Wow, I love that one. That's really great. That might be the best one, and so on and so forth. No, I'll never remember, or never forget the time where I was in getting my photo taken with you, and I happened to have my daughter, who this is probably ten years ago, who at the time was eight years old, and now she's eighteen, her first year of college, and she was like running errands with me or something. I just happened to have her with, and. I think I was either getting ready to have my photo taken with you or it was in between takes or something shots and or finished. And she had like a swimsuit and a cover up on something like nothing fancy. And you took a few candid shots of her and they and you sent them to me and they're in one of my most favorite shots of her. I mean, besides like her senior photos and I love them still to this day. Well, I think that, you know, in a situation like that, of course, everybody comes prepared to have their picture taken, right? So you get, you, you uh, put on this persona, this cloak of, this, of the one who is being photographed, the subject, okay? And if I can somehow get you to take that, that cloak off and just be you, then that's what you get. Right. So my next question is, how do you build a series of images that match the client's brand story and core values? Well, that's that's a. Um, I, I think actually, what I want to the way I want to answer that question is talking about where photography is today. Um, we are at a, cro- a big crossroads in the art and business of photography. The last big one was at the beginning of the, of the 21st century when digital photography surpassed film photography in terms of quality as well as usage. At that time, there was a whole bunch of photographers that said, I'm not going to switch to digital. I'm That's no good. I'm going to stay with film. Okay. Well, all those people who made, made those pronouncements are gone. They are out of business. Everything moved on. The crossroads that we have today is technology. Technology has leveled the playing field. You can, you know, look at what you can get out of a smartphone in terms of the quality, a quality picture or, or, or a piece of video. It's absolutely amazing. So what has happened is that it doesn't, in a sense, it doesn't matter if you spend 
$500 on a phone or $5,000 on a camera, you can produce great pictures. What is the result of that is that people the people who were left in photography were all these big big techno geeks they you know they 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 were the ones who were examining all the all the minute statistics about how you know a lens performance or the quality of a digital image with so many pixels and so on and so forth and you know what that doesn't even matter now and so what what has happened is that all of these people have um they're left with no tools they 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 can't justify themselves because they are just you know they can't be better than everybody else because everything is the same in terms of in terms of equipment and all that all the techno techno stuff um, so what are we left with we're left with process and artistry or not i should say not, i'm going to take that back not process but technique and artistry that's what it gets down to and so part of the the technique and part of the process and part of the artistry is building a story so it's not just a snapshot it's a you know it it's whether it's one image or a portfolio portfolio of images of a project each one has the ability to tell that story and so i worked very hard on that in terms of uh, uh, my my preparation to do a photo shoot particularly an architectural photo shoot where i uh, you know, just ask questions in almost ad infinitum, maybe sometimes to the frustration of my client saying, would he please stop sending me emails? Uh, but I want to know as much as I possibly can going in so that, when, so that when we get there, when we get to the project to shoot it, we, we can build that story. And so um, it's all about that preparation and which is the process, the techniques that enable me to to actually create or build that build that image, and then the artistry, you know, actually making it artistic. So when it comes to portraits, people can come into your studio or they can be in their own space. Which is your favorite way to shoot? And what are some of your tips for helping people prepare for the photo shoot? Well, uh, I, it really doesn't matter. I, uh, you know, we we travel uh, very well with with uh, for taking pictures, and whether it's in the environment or setting up a studio in a client's office or having them come to my studio, it really actually makes no no difference to me. Um, uh, what what I, I think what the difference maker for a lot of my clients again is in preparation. I send uh, each person gets a document. It's actually a, uh, on my uh, it's on my website, so uh, they they can read this document. And it tells them how to prepare and what to wear. And there, you know, there, sometimes there's little things. For example, one of the things that I've been telling people most more and more often is that. Even if they're getting their headshot done, so we're talking headshot, which is chest up, right, or middle of the tummy all the way up, uh, to dress completely from head to toe. And that's particularly true for women who, and as you know, as, as a woman, shoes are very important to women, not just function, functionally, 
but they help form your identity. They, they make you feel a certain way. And so I, I find that when people come in and they, 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 they're dressed head to toe, they have great looking shoes on, okay, um, uh, they, you know, they're, they're ready for a special occasion, which is getting their picture done, that, that they feel and they look better and the, the picture, picture turn out better. Conversely, I've had, uh, this is particularly true with men, not very much with women, men who come in they're wearing they're wearing the sport coat uh, the sport coat the uh, the dress shirt the tie and a pair of uh, board shorts <laughs> and flip flops probably <laughs> and they say well you're not you're only going to shoot me from the chest up right I say well yeah <laughs> but time and again those pictures are not as good as the ones where they are completely dressed. So that's so interesting. That's how, that's how I get them to prepare. The rest of it, I can't tell them to get to get in your headspace because they're still going to come prepared with that preconceived notion that they are the subject. And so I, uh, you know, I work on that when they when they get here, and and that's uh, uh, time and again. If I if I had a dollar for every time it's been said, people say, "Gee, that wasn't so bad." Okay. Or, or, Oh, that was really great. And um, when they come in, they say, they say, oh, I just hate this. And, I, and of course, my response usually to get them off the mark is say, well, I tell you what, you have a choice. I'm, I'm a dentist, and we can perform a root canal or get your pictures done. You make the choice. <laughs> <laughs> and they usually, they, some of them do say, well, I th- I'm thinking about the root canal. That might, maybe that will be better, easier for me than the picture. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't think so. And I'm guessing it's probably gotten worse since the pandemic and everyone sat with like half dressed, you know, with Zoom and all their video calls. And then they just think, oh, it doesn't really matter. I can just wear my pajama bottoms. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, Steve, I have thoroughly enjoyed um, our conversation today. And um, I think people... They, um, you know, they do have questions about photography, whether, you know, they're hiring someone for architecture or they're hiring someone at their firm or organization to have their photos taken um, for their for their people. And I think it's more important than ever to because people still you know, they look at photography, they look at the people first, it seems like, on a website or on your social media. And those photos are extremely important. And when we work with the clients, we tell them that time and time again. Um, So no matter, especially in today's world, whether they're remote, all of their, now that that's becoming more and more popular, I still tell them that professional photography is still key (laughs) to having a great website. So highly recommend it. All right. Well, I have really enjoyed today and thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you so much. It was fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I always enjoy talking to you. So, but this was great. Thanks for listening to the ingenious podcast. If you like this podcast, please leave us a rating or a review wherever you listen. Visit the show notes for this episode and all episodes at ingenuitymarketing.com forward slash podcast. 